Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It's Fightful.com. It is May 7th. May the 7th be with you, Jeremy. No, don't do that. What? Don't. Don't do that. Why? Because it was bad. It's a cool thing to do, man. No, start this show over. That was horrible. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Fightful.com. It is May the 7th. May the 7th be with you, Jeremy. Like, you know, like Star Wars? How What's are up, you, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com, May 7th, 2021. We got the throwback edition of SmackDown to talk about. Teddy Long popped up. We got some graphics. We got fisted uh, softly, rather softly. Uh, to it, was, be honest it, was, it was a virtual fisting, you know? It's yeah. not the best thing in the world. Still. A, little, a little hollow, but, you and know. We're also going to talk about some stories that FightfulSelect.com broke. So if you guys don't mind, subscribe. That stuff helps us so much. Um, I, I got to be honest. I threw a bit of a, a BF, as they say, when I saw like so many end-of-month subscriptions fall off. And then, by golly, we got them all back. It makes me so happy. I can't what tell you what is a BF? You throw a boyfriend? A bitch fit, oh, as they say fit. on okay. on white girls. I think it is. Oh. I think that's what it was. A bitch fit, Jeremy. Okay. Right. I didn't really throw a bitch fit. I was like more like, oh. <laughs> but we got them all back. People like the news that we're putting out there. And Jeremy, uh, one of those news bits was Daniel Bryan is actually a free agent. Uh, by the way, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. Please donate a super chat. It'll get your question or statement read on the air, and it greatly supports what we're doing here. 
if if you have something you want us to address, something you want us to go into detail on, or you just want whatever you want to say out there, donate that super chat. But Daniel Bryan last week after his match with Roman Reigns was an honest to God free agent, Jeremy. Uh, this surprised me a bit because we're used to the days of quite frankly, when WWE knows that somebody is leaving, they, they bury them on their way out. Uh, they, they, maybe they lose to EC3 and then EC3 is never on TV again. Uh, they put out a, put out a statement at like two o'clock in the morning that this yeah. person's leaving. But as we wrote on FightfulSelect.com, WWE is hoping they can get him back. But your thoughts on this? I I think he's going to do, I said it on the award-winning Distraction Thursdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, YouTube.com slash Fightful. I think he's going to do a tour, and I, but I don't think that tour is going to include AEW. But I do think he'll wrestle AEW wrestlers. And then he'll return to WWE. That, that's what I think he's going to go to like AAA or something like CMLL. He'll go overseas and who, who's over there? Progress over there. <laughs> he'll, he'll show up in the, the, the honor is real. Uh, he might, he might even show up in impact. I think he'll wrestle an AEW guy somewhere along the line. It just won't be an AEW. Yeah. There, there's just, there's a lot to look forward to it, it, with the possibility of Daniel Bryan being a free agent right now, free agents, Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, Andrade. That is uh CM Punk technically, although, yeah, you know, he hasn't wrestled. I don't, in, don't, don't, don't. It's, it's don't a technical that. thing. Although I will say I did have a WWE veteran. It's like, Oh, I heard, I heard punked AEW. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't at all. I didn't at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, punk ain't coming back let's just probably not probably not i'd say about 85 percent he ain't coming back but i mean the, just the sheer fact that there's that many people out there with the competitive uh acquisitions i guess you could say so to speak i mean wb and aew jockeying for position for alex gracia right now for the love <laughs> of god jeremy it's a good time i mean you know, it used to be they were just scooping up everybody, and but now that things are starting to open back up a little bit, AEW's in a nice little spot. Wednesdays to themselves and everything. Impact's gaining some buzz with the uh, AEW partnership. New Japan's always going to be there. It's a it's a good time to kind of be a free agent again. I mean, some of these people didn't. It wasn't their choice, like Samoa Joe. I don't know sure. if they wanted to be a free agent, but here he is. Evan Wright says DB retirement tour ends with Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Book it. Oh, it'd be an honestly an awesome great match. It'd be a great match. Daniel Garcia is incredible. John Alba kind of put me on to him and some incredible stuff there. But uh, I'm with you. I think he's going to go out there. He's going to do the things that that maybe he's teased. Otherwise, I'm on the voices of wrestling side of things where i'm like man you gotta you gotta kind of shut the fuck up about all these other people but they these are questions he's answering like usually he's not just out there saying oh i'd love to wrestle all these other people brian moxley gcw mark it down brian moxley and gcw you're gonna see it that's my prediction Oh, man, get those super chats in, guys. I can't tell you how much those help us. The throwback edition of SmackDown, uh, Fightful Select reported today that we would not get fisted hard. The fist was not there. And then I had somebody else who was there when the fist was around. 
that said, yeah, if it wasn't up by 11 a.m., it ain't going up, buddy. Um, but we did get a CGI fist, Jeremy. I prefer that to nothing. I'm glad they they, they worked the fist in there. They could have done an Obultron. Um, I don't think, you know, people th- with the throwback edition, I don't, this wasn't a WWE call. Right, because like they just announced this last week. Fox Sports has been advertising Throwback Week the entire time. Fox has been advertising Throwback Week. I don't feel like this was a WWE call. I don't know how much notice they got on this. Usually for this stuff, we see it all the time with Raw Reunion. They do it to pop the rating. They're like, oh, we're gonna have this guy here and that guy there. We had a Teddy Long cameo, but they didn't promote like anybody. There was no Undertaker. I thought Edge was gonna come back this week. There was no Edge. Like <laughs> Kurt Angle. Like they didn't promote anybody. So I think this was like real quickly put on WWE because it was a Fox and Fox sports thing. Yeah. A Fox thing. And if they did do it in sh- on short notice, I thought they did a pretty solid job. All things considered. Yeah, 1985 um, SmackDown, my favorite year. Yeah. We had uh Pat McAfee dressed as Vince McMahon. You had Michael Cole in his denim jacket. Uh, fun enough. Fine. Uh, Hannah M says it's still a pandemic. Virtual is the safest. Yeah. They didn't need to drag that fist down there, but they do have, a goddamn screen that they can put anything on possibly have that thing busting open the screen for the love of God. Valab says, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I said, I think Hannah means that being virtually fisted is the safest during a pandemic. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I would agree. And they didn't overdo it with the fisting. They, they were very gentle with it. They were very subtle with the fisting, which says sometimes you got to be. Valab says, they called it Throwback SmackDown, but presented it like it was Throwback WWE. That's uh, that happened to be SmackDown with the 80s, early 90s aesthetic. The cheek on WWE Twitter for the AR Fish tweet too. They they there's definitely some stuff they could have leaned more into, like the ring ropes. But they had the referees wearing the blue shirt, seeing Charles Robinson in that did it did feel very nostalgic to me. But yeah. It was it was fine. Donald yeah, Mysterio was on the show like a true throwback SmackDown. I don't know how. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they had a lot of time to put this together. I would prefer like they don't lean lean heavy into it and rely on all these old people because we saw that with Raw reunions. Like, great, you rely on these guys and then they're gone the next week and your show is just back to normal. It just felt like they did their normal SmackDown show. <laughs> with a couple of different aesthetics. And then they had some, some video packages in there. I liked it, honestly. Yeah. It wouldn't be a throwback SmackDown <laughs> without throwback 2070 says, have an amazing night guys. Everyone here is amazing. Thank you for making every Friday night special. If they do any old school set stuff, they have a warehouse full of it. Still love how things looked. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. It's easy to do. And thank you. Throwback. Uh, I appreciate you, man. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's easy to do once a year on each brand. Have a little bit of fun, whatever. And and honestly, I thought the show was fine. I thought it was good. Again, I it was it felt like SmackDown with a different aesthetic. It was actually it was kind of nice. Like I wish they they don't need to do this every week or anything. But like you said, you want to do this once a year. Don't you don't have to bring back these legends for this stuff. Just kind of give us a different look every now and again, especially especially at the Thunderdome where it's the same thing every single week. So I actually really liked it. I'm not too sure what this means. Dylan says, check WWE. They sent a 2006 intro. It's amazing. What am I missing if you, here? If you go to WWE's Twitter, they did, you know, like the 2006 SmackDown okay. intro. They did that with like the current, uh, the current oh. people. I yeah, love those. Cool. I love when anybody puts those together. I saw somebody on Reddit 
who did a Raw is War intro with Seinfeld clips spliced in. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Tremendous. I'm a sucker for that type of thing. Uh, but it's time to talk about the actual show. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up. I can't tell you how important that is if you are watching live. We got the show kicked off, and we got a eulogy for Daniel Bryan. <laughs> There's a 10-bell salute from the mouth of Paul Heyman, which I thought was very funny. It seemed like Reigns was about to crack a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> but then he says he's replacing Daniel Bryan, and he brings back Jimmy Uso. Oh, I'm so happy about this for many reasons. One, I'm glad Jimmy's back. Two, it's great for story. Three, I am so glad I don't have to answer where is Jimmy Uso. I don't know anymore. Sean, he's there. You know, there he is. Where's Jimmy Uso? He's on your television, everybody. Just pay attention. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Uso back. The SmackDown tag team division needed this real bad. Does, but are they a tag team? Like... I don't know. I don't know where we're going here just yet, which is good. Uh, I, I think they, they will eventually uh, be a tag team again, but it doesn't seem like they're going to jump in and do a tag team thing right yet. It seems like they're going to do kind of stuff with Roman a little bit first. So, which is good because if they jump back into the tag team division, like the, the you probably just put the titles back on them because the division's not very good and they can, they can easily carry things. So I like they're they're going to be with Roman a little bit. The division definitely needs them though. Yeah, I mean, we're rocking with like five tag teams right now. Six if you include Oma, uh, Apollo and Dabakato, which you can't really count right now. But Cesaro comes out and he says there's no replacing Brian, and then he gets attacked by Rollins. Now, boy, did I like what followed here. Now, if Seth Rollins would have, I don't know, won some matches since WrestleMania, they could have just called this a number one contenders match, and it could have added a little bit more intrigue. But Teddy Long pops up and says if Cesaro wins, then he gets a title shot at WrestleMania Backlash. I don't know if there is a more SmackDown name than Teddy Long. So they didn't bring in a bunch of people. So what? Teddy Long is closely associated with this brand, and I thought he was very entertaining all night. I love Teddy Long being back there. Yeah, Teddy Long was a nice surprise because... Uh, again, they didn't they didn't advertise any of the old school guys, so you didn't know if anybody was going to show up or not. I saw people speculating that that JBL might be there. Uh, doesn't he wasn't? At least he wasn't on television. So it was nice that Teddy Long was there because he was the general manager for a very long time. And yeah, I mean, as far as wrestlers go, there's obviously bigger names, but like Teddy Long and SmackDown go hand in hand. So we get the match. This ruled. The the opening promo ruled. It kicked ass. And then we get a really good match. Cesaro and Seth Rollins. One of my favorite spots is Rollins doing his flip spot off the ropes where Cesaro yanks him up. And then Cesaro tees the neutralizer. And I I hate distractions. And I loathe distraction finishes. How dare you? I do. I I loathe them. Especially, except, you know, when they pay for ad time. Then whatever. (laughs) Um, speaking of, we got a super chat that says comment on J- from Jeremy on J- Jimmy Van's ad disapproval. You can see my comments uh, Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern on listing your boy because I've got money. I got my raise and I will continue to pay for ads. Whatever pays the bills for the listing your boy. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I don't have to approve of the content, but I can approve of the checks clearing. And that's that's what I'm here for. I sell the ads 
on this website. So this match was really, really good. The, the distraction costing Seth Rollins, the match, him being such a loose cannon that he pushes down Jay and Jimmy's like, no, we're not doing that. And the smooth neutralizer from Cesaro, this leads to a lot of questions and it it led to plenty of questions for Roman Reigns, but the match itself, were were you in favor of that finish happening like that? We knew Cesaro was going to win. Uh, I, the one part I didn't like, I mean, it's a distraction finish, but the one part I didn't like is, so they're on the outside fighting and Cesaro gets back in the ring. Rollins gets on the apron. Cesaro goes after Raw. The ref holds back Cesaro. Why? Like, why would he do that? What, what's Charles Robinson doing? Hey, don't hit this guy while he's getting up on the apron. Like, when does this ever happen? I, it should have been Cesaro just like knocked him down. And then Jimmy like tries to check on Seth or something. Seth shoves him down. Uh, or, or Jay tries to check on Seth. Seth shoves him down. Jimmy hits a super kick go, and then go from there. Like, it was just weird that the ref was like, hey, don't, don't touch this guy right here. I didn't like that part. Um, otherwise, it's a, it's a throwback when referees were men. This was the, my man says this, Rollins got screwed, Sean. He because, got screwed because this was an Undertaker. You know, Undertaker's the ultimate throwback. Everybody on the show tonight carried a knife backstage. <laughs> that's that's what happened. They were all men tonight. I mean, oh should, my they god! Should, they do this whole time. My man Seth got screwed on that though. All right. Otherwise, I like that he got screwed. Also, by it should, it should have been number one contenders match. Okay, fine. He hasn't beaten anybody. Whatever. But like. Seth needs something in this. Seth should have been like, I ain't doing this match. Forget it. I got nothing to gain. It would have been so easy to just book him to win a couple matches the last couple weeks. But, I mean, it's not like WWE has ever cared about that. I wouldn't have liked it, but it's like, okay, they've done it plenty anyway. I mean, they're giving Bailey a title shot based on her doing nothing for the past three months. So uh, if you see me looking off screen, I am focused, but Cincinnati Reds, Wade Miley carrying a no-hitter into the eighth inning. Oh, my uh, God. I don't put that on. I'm watching Anthony <laughs> Johnson kill a man. That's what I was oh, just watching. I'm missing that. I'm missing yeah. that. So <laughs> Seth Rollins goes backstage, and he's like, I want to know who I should be pissed off at. I want to know who I should be mad at right now. And Roman's like, I'm going to take care of it. This is what I want to see. This is one of those things that AEW is thriving so well at right now, weaving not just one or two stories in together, but weaving the Roman interaction with the Usos in, weaving Cesaro in, playing off of the history of Daniel Bryan last week, playing off the storyline that happened last year with the Usos and Reigns, playing off of Seth Rollins, And then I'm like, what's going to happen with Seth Rollins? There are so many question marks here. This is what I want. I want to have no idea where this is going to go. And I don't know where it's going to go with Seth Rollins. What are you seeing here? This is where they've got to like, Keep it up, though. I'm with you. I'm I'm all for them weaving storylines in and out and stuff. We we kind of saw it earlier this year with like uh, Brian and Kevin Owens, and then they just dropped it because Brian just went elsewhere. Um, like they can do this. We know they can do this. There's enough history with uh, all these all these wrestlers to where they can easily weave stories in and out. They just got to keep it up, though. So where do I see it going? I don't think going anywhere because I think they're going to drop it in a week. Uh, if they actually decide to to keep going with it, I still think Rollins is kind of like 
almost a mini shield reunion where they're like using each other because yes. they're both they're both heels and Rollins can't be the top heel with, with Roman on the show. Just it's just not possible. But Rollins has always been positioned at the top of the card. So where they're like using each other, but they don't know that they're using each other. There's the subtle nods that they do know. And then eventually you get kind of like the Seth Rollins, like big baby face turn out of this. And then you you do that program. I think, I mean, that's where I would go with it, where they actually go. Again, I expect them to forget it in a week. <laughs> the fact that we're questioning it because it's Friday and not Monday means there's a little bit of hope at least. Yes. Ricardo Holt says Cesaro looks like he was dripping in money tonight, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to go straight into the main event segment uh, here. Uh, But Jimmy is not happy about the way that Jay is talked to in in any of that. And Jimmy is like, I'm not a bitch for Roman like you are, Jay. And Anthony Velasquez says, I'm really into Jimmy Uso. Not taking any crap from Roman. It wouldn't have made sense if he did since we last saw him on TV. Roman choked him out to beat Jay. I thought a lot of this made sense. At first, he was like, you know what? Maybe time heals all wounds. He's family, whatever. But as soon as Roman Reigns started to talk down to him, he's like, no, it hasn't changed. You haven't changed. And just so you know, I haven't either. I'm not down with this shit. I thought that was a really good touch. I thought it was it was the opposite of what WWE does, usually insulting the intelligence. And um, it, it made me feel rewarded for watching the show last year. Yeah, I'm glad Jimmy didn't just come back and, all right, we're the Usos, here we go. We're, we're just Roman's henchmen and yes. probably going to lose a bunch of main event singles matches but be the tag team champions type deal. Uh, you're right, they did reward you for, for paying attention last year. I love that Jimmy showed showed some character here, and now we've we've just got to see we got to see where it goes, and hopefully they've got something good for this. Because I will say that main event thing, like Jimmy getting back in the ring and getting taken out and everything, I kind of would have left that. I would have just you know Jay can go in there, get his ass kicked and everything. I would have let Jimmy just chill on the ramp and just be like, you know, that you made your decision. I'm not quite down with that. We'll, we'll see what happens. Him getting back in the ring leads me to believe, all right, maybe they'll just do the the uh, Roman and, and Usos deal, but we shall see. So we have a nice super, stat from, or super chat from Steven Yeager who says, with Roman hitting final boss level heel status, if you could choose one guy to push as the next major face of the company to feud with Roman over the next decade and have a Rock Austin type feud, who would it be? Ooh, over that's a good question. Decade? The next oh, decade. Like- See, a lot of their guys are old. <laughs> that's that's the th- yeah. <laughs> a lot. We're talking about a couple guys that are probably going to be forty five each. Mm. Yeah, like I like Cesaro, but he's old. He's old. I, I like he's Kevin 40. Owens. He's also old. Like they they've got mm. they've got good talent. Uh, like you probably have to go to like NXT or something, right? And I if if we see how Big E performs at a top level and yeah. he knocks it out of the park, I think. I think it could be him. Like if he connects, especially with live crowds and they're like, all right. And they let him cut the type of promos he's been cutting. It's like, all right, I could see some interesting stuff there. A couple of guys who came into WWE around the same time, but had significantly different career paths. One had to kind of overcome a lot to get a singles run. The other one had a lot of stuff handed to him. In, in that sense, I think maybe he could be one. Steven Yeager says average of top guys on the roster is 35 years old. That might even be – you might be underselling it, buddy. It might be older than that. 
Most of their styles or personas don't meld well with Roman. Even Adam Cole and Pete Dunn are the youngest, and they're much better heels than faces. And if Adam Cole or Pete Dunn are feuding with Roman Reigns, they're going to have to be wait till you see them next to each other, my yeah. friend. Because <laughs> see, they're they're going to be playing some fiery underdog baby faces then. See, it's either it's either they're old or like Biggie's a, a good shout. But I feel like I've seen Biggie on WWE television for like a decade now. Like you're talking yeah. Rock Austin. They were at the peak of their powers and they were on television for like two or three two years. years before that. So like the, all these people have been on TV longer than Rock and Austin were there. Yeah, period. Exactly. Exactly. And a lot of this goes into Vince McMahon having trust issues over Brock leaving so quick and him never quite pushing anybody like that again. You got it. You some there are some people that have to be brought in immediately and treated as huge deals, and that's also a bit that that's the downside of NXT because some you lose your way out of NXT regardless of what Triple H and Shawn Michaels try to convince you. People lose on their way out of NXT usually. I don't think Karrion Cross will, but uh, Dylan says the main roster really has no youth. Sheesh. Yeah. Ain't there? It really ain't there. Which like, it's it's not as bad when the longevity of a wrestler is a lot longer now than it used to be. So if you're getting people up there at 30, 33, that's okay because these careers are gonna last a lot longer. So what we saw was Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso come out, and Roman Reigns uh says that Jimmy needs to go home if he's not gonna acknowledge him. And perhaps the weirdest part of this was they threw to a video package in the <laughs> middle of this. It's like, man, we remember. We See, know. They want to reward you for, for watching, but they also want to remind you in case, you know, you weren't watching what was going on. Hey, I don't like mind that stuff. The problem with it is it just comes off so awkward when you're just throwing to these video packages. And like, play them when they're coming down the yes. ramp. The exactly. last time we saw Jimmy Uso was, okay, well then show us. Exactly. Just, it's so much easier to do it like that. And I don't know why they didn't. And then Cesaro comes out as Jimmy Uso walks away, and he beats everybody's ass. Yeah. And it was great. And Jimmy did not save Roman. He saved Jay. He saved his brother. But that didn't matter because Cesaro beat that ass anyway. Left them all laying. This was good. They was, went up to Roman Reigns and they said, buddy, we got to make Cesaro look strong. It and was, Roman it was, said, okay. It was great. Like Cesaro came off like a total star on this show. Beat Seth Rollins. Uh, Could have used quite without the distraction. Even with the distraction finish, though, at least he took out Jimmy with the, with the plancha over the top and then you know, came in with that sweet neutralizer. So got a big win over Seth Rollins to, to earn the title shot. End of the show, laid out all three of them. I was very worried that the, the numbers game, Sean, was going to catch up and they were just going to lay out Cesaro. Yes. And it's like, oh, man, nah, what are we doing? Cesaro looked like a friggin' star, man. I, I don't think he's winning next week. I'd be very surprised if he does. But they, they've sold me. They've sold me on like, yeah, here we go. Cesaro's time, baby. Swiss, get them dad jokes in there, baby. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see uh, this pay-per-view match. I bet it is going to be incredible. And I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, guys, make sure you all tune in. I think it's Thursday evening. Uh, I'll be joined by Jennifer Louise of 
Cultaholic, Inside the Rope. She does a lot of stuff uh, for our prediction show. And then, of course, after Backlash, Denise joins me. Uh, Kate Hensler says, <laughs> Distraction finishes can F off more than anything has F'd off in the history of effing off before. I was very proud of my Cody tweet today. I was I popped myself with that one. Uh, this you ain't beating this super chat tonight, my friends. No, that's that's actually a factual statement. Yes, like, the other thing yes. that was written that's very factual. Throwback <laughs> says when Lee comes back, he'd be the perfect babyface for Roman to feud with for a few years. People forget he's still working for WWE. When he gets back, watch out. I got to see the promo work be at a different gear and a different level than what we've seen it before. Although the line, I don't have those kind of resources, man. When he was talking to JBL was one of my favorite lines of WWE of the last few years. Uh, Keith Lee, I, I could see a possibility of that. Um, but again, I think, I think the promo work needs to be there. Yeah. And Keith Lee's just got to get back and we has got to get him back first. And then I'll worry about what they're yeah. going to do with him. Our friend Bob Harris says thanks for the info on the BTW merch sale. I got a Burt autographed Funko Wednesday night. Well, I'm glad you did, man. Uh, they they reached out to me and said, yeah, we're running shows. You want to get involved? And I was like, whoa. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll uh, be seeing you if I end up doing that, Bob. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, glad we could get that info for you. And uh, if, you, if you need anything, just, just hit us up. Ray says, Roman saying he wouldn't beat down Jimmy. I hope he sticks to that and references how even though Jimmy was mad at him, he chose family in the end. Jimmy, by the way, I I should, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. He was like, you're being used by Roman. I'll tell you what serves the family is us being tag team champions. Well, I like that an awful lot too, because that that puts over the tag titles. Yeah. Why can't the... They'd be the champions with Roman, though. They hold all the gold right then. And you're really serving the family. Yeah, fair. Crimson94 says WWE has no youth because they've been relying on the past for the last 15 years without building anyone besides forcing Roman and Charlotte. Uh, you're not wrong there, but it hasn't been just them. There have been a couple others, but you're, you're. I don't think that you're wrong. I think they've compromised and sacrificed a whole lot of talent building in order to put over those two specifically. And I think that they should uh, do a little bit better than that. Well, through eight, through eight, Sean. MC Carvalho says, I have a feeling the person who said they were worried that diva S wrestling match times are back. Look like it's happening. Uh, when Johnny Ace got brought back into the fold, that was something that a women's WWE wrestler still on the roster before any of you go say, well, it must've been Chelsea. Uh, somebody who's still in the roster said they were very worried that it, that their match times would get cut and that a lot of that methodology would continue. Ruby Riot had a very nice sell of a of a kick in the corner, a very nice finish in the code of silence with Carmella. But gone are the days of her having like really good eight to fifteen minute matches on Raw, holding that division together. She was like the glue for a little bit doing that. I'm glad Carmella's getting a win. I'm glad Ruby's on TV, but this just is not what I was hoping to see. It is very nice that this matchup felt fresh. I don't feel like I've seen Carmella and Ruby Riot for yes. 30 weeks in a row. Uh, yeah, the problem was it didn't feel like it meant anything because it, it went two minutes and then it ended. And now I have a feeling we'll probably see it for 30 weeks in a row. 
Yep. Um, I I think that Ruby and Liv both deserve so much more than this. Quite frankly, I think Carmella deserves more than this. Uh, Carmella is better in the ring than than anyone gives gives credit for. Yeah, uh, and then we went into the Bailey segment, which I really liked. She's putting all these former champions on the screen. I'm pretty sure all of her facts were wrong. I think she said Alundra Blaze held the title for three years. I don't think that she did. <laughs> I think Alundra's going to turn this into a shoot now, and she's yeah. going to work an angle and try to get on well, television on Bailey. Well, she she definitely is because if there was anything that she took from that, it was not that Jacqueline was the only cruiserweight champion that was a woman because Alundra Blaze was also <laughs> a cruiserweight champion that's a woman. And if we know anything about Medusa, she will correct Bailey on that fact. But she put over a lot of the the uh, the women that had preceded her and said, Bianca will never get to that level, but I will be her last title defense, so to speak. What what did you think of the, the delivery for that before we even got Bianca out there? I'm thinking it's pretty good. I like the hair. I like the goofy laugh. God, these laughs, man. I love it. Um, uh, you would. The hair, I don't know. That was a choice. I mean, I like the choice, but it, it was certainly a choice. Uh, it definitely made her more unlikable. Uh, I mean, Bailey, Bailey's tremendous. It was it was a nice little bit of, hey, here's all these people who are really good, and then here's Bianca, and I'm just going to take her title because she's not on the level of any of these people. Um, it, was, it was a nice little segment. It was it was good to Bailey get, get more promo time a little bit because I feel like she's been robbed of promo time for, for a while now. And I like Bianca's stuff too. Actually, I was talking with an AEW wrestler during this, and they were like, "Man, Bianca is so good. Bailey is so good." And they they told me they hadn't watched WWE in quite frankly a long time. And those were two of the people that stood out to them. They're like, "Man, Bianca is so effortlessly good at what she does." And I thought she was. She didn't come off forced here. And I like how Bailey got the upper hand. The, the earring standing on the hair. This was simple and effective. We didn't need a, a match, a tag team match. No. It was simple. It was nice because Bianca had the counter when Bailey went for the takedown. So Bianca was studying the tape there. And then Bailey adapted and still got one up on, on her. So now Bianca's got to go back in the gym, got to look at the tape study a little bit more and figure out how to counter the counter. I like this. I like the little, little games they're playing uh, in their interactions and their physicality. Crimson said, if you hate DQ matches, F off to AEW. They haven't done a single one, and I love it. I, I do love it. I'm now, I, I do think that AEW has its own faults, too. They rely on gang wars an awful lot and and that type of stuff. But I'll take it over unclean finishes. Uh, Bob says, it's a Brett autograph Funko. Autocorrect hates me. Well, I appreciate you regardless. And Throwback says, I kept hearing Throwback on my TV, and I said hello every time. I must be special, LOL, not. Still have a great night again. It'd be like one of those, uh, if, if you had your Alexa thing set up. Do you remember when when Raw was setting off people's Alexa devices? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to do right house? now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get him to send me jerseys by just constantly <laughs> reminding him and putting him over. I'm waiting for my title. I've been, I've been told a, a title is coming at some point. I don't Ooh. know what this is about. Yeah. Well, I've been told a lot of things are coming, and if you want, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tamina defeated Reginald. Um, I actually liked most of this too. They showed Tamina's talking smack promo, which I 
thought was good. I thought Reginald's promo backstage was good. I thought the in-ring with Tamina and Reginald was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the avoiding of all the strikes because Reginald's a little bit faster, more acrobatic than Tamina, but I don't get having a DQ finish. I don't know why we can't have Tamina just beat Reginald. Jeremy. You got to protect Reginald. Reginald's yeah. like, I think he lost to Sasha, but he's got a win over Nia. Yeah. He has a win over Nia. He's like, you got to protect this man. I think, I That's think- that, Sean. That's who you so, do your 10-year feud with, with Roman. <laughs> Reginald, baby. There you so go. I've got Reginald on the roster, but I've got him listed as a non-wrestler. But if I add him to the wrestler roster, do I add him to the women's division? <laughs> Maybe. That's like all he's wrestled, right? So Yeah, eventually. he's only wrestled women and never anyone else. I like the beatdown after this, too. It was it looked good. They Samoan dropped uh, Tamina into the barricade. This was really short, but... The women, I think, got three back-to-back-to-back segments. So it was like probably about a 20, 25-minute segment of the show. It's just the two matches were so short. We, there were a, there were some things. like we did. I don't know if we needed a 10-man tag. And if we needed a 10-man tag, it could have been a three-minute spot fest. That could have been fine. The women need a little bit more to sink their teeth into. And... While I liked the the on screen of what they all did, I just don't know if this is a, a positive trend so far. What we're seeing, yeah, I mean, Ruby and and um, Carmella definitely deserved more time. This match, like, I'm fine if you don't want to give it like a ton of time. I do a different match. You know, you don't have to have Reginald in there yes. doing this match. You could you could better set up your your tag team title match next week. That because I'm pretty sure like Nia and Shayna had beaten Natalia and Tamina like three times or something. I don't yes. know why, why we're getting a rematch between these two teams. You know, maybe give like Tamina and Natalia a win. Maybe have them beat a team to, to justify a tag team title match here. The women definitely deserve more time with their matches. The 10 man tag. I don't know why that was even on the show. I mean, the matches seem short tonight outside of Cesaro and, and Rollins, though. Everything was just kind of short. It, the, the Cesaro and Roman stuff like really dominated the show, which probably should. It's the best stuff on the show. The wrestling was just very secondary tonight. Dylan says Reginald's winning, winning a women's title, book events. I think they, they know that that would be a terrible <laughs> yeah. decision. That's why they'll do it. Yeah, Bezos says Bailey loves activating the best friend card. First, fixing Sasha's wig at Extreme Rules. Now, using Sasha's laugh to get on Bianca's nerves. Genius. I don't think WWE thinks that deep. I think Bailey might. Yes. But I don't think WWE does. Definitely not. Uh, Cyclops says, Show wasn't old school, but no one even had a knife. Buddy, you, you, you tuned in shows. late. Yeah. You tuned in late, Cyclops. <laughs> I appreciate you, but you tuned in late. I already made that one. Racist throwback is making two titles. I'm beating Anakin for the other one, and I'm handing it over to Jeremy. Take that, Joel Pearl. Oh, God. oh, you all are really the worst show on Fightful doing the the finger poke of doom with with these titles. Even. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Okay, they're they're shooting their own <sighs> stuff. We we got our actual angles going that we put some thought into. My God. So Dominic comes out with Ray. And uh, this is to build up, what is it? Is it WrestleMania Backlash? He's got a a tag team title match. And Dolph is talking trash, and he goads him into a match, goads Dominic into the match, pronouns, pal. 
and you can see this coming a mile away. It's, I mean, it's all right. It's whatever, but it's Dolph who already talks too much during his matches <laughs> talking even more. And I mean, he should, he doesn't take Dominic seriously. Dominic, who again was on SmackDown before he or Robert Root ever were. And, <laughs> oh man, this, it's like, okay, we see it. We know what's happening here. Small package win. This Dolph's hair, tremendous, tremendous hair on on Dolph Ziggler. I wish he would have gotten throwback uh, and you know just shaved the shaved the whole thing like he used to have it. But man, I can't get 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 excited for this match. They announced this tag team title match. We were playing Booty Pro, and I'm just like, here we go. This is the match. You know, Joseph is excited. He loves the Dirty Dogs. Can do you know how to say it? Sean dirty it's, it's, dogs there you go that's very good actually yeah. that's very good um he he loves them and I'm just like possibly care about this match <laughs> I and I get I get that about under about I get liking them because let's be real it's better to use them together than use them <laughs> separately and take up two segments uh and they're they're a good team but also they the way that they have been booked and the redundant of their storylines is like <sighs> They got pinned last week it was yeah. in the, the six-person tag match. They got pinned by the Street Profits. And Dominic and, and Ray get a title shot. I mean, they did beat Alpha Academy, which is cool, but they're just doing this match. They'll have their moment. Like, Ray and, and Dominic will win. They'll be like, oh, father-son tag team win. They're all about moments in, in WWE, Sean. So they'll get their moment out of this. Dominic gets the victory because Dolph wasn't taking him serious, even though Dominic's been on the, the roster for almost a year now, and he probably has a victory over Dolph in a tag team match or something, I'd imagine, but Dolph still doesn't take him serious. For Have they ever had father-son tag champs? Am I missing something? Somebody let me know. I'll, I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll think. Uh, somebody asked what direction is the TV that the Reds is on? This way, and they just went up one nothing. so Wade my Oh, and a bulk! A bulk! Two nothing. I love it. They got to put Miley in. He's over 100 pitches. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What? We're going to be. Let's hurry up and wrap up. When, when elbows were men. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Whether you are a newcomer like Dominic Mysterio or a grizzled veteran with experience like, like Dolph Ziggler, if you don't want to rely on your small package to get the big finish for you, check out bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form at a fraction of the cost. Their tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED or just that lack of confidence. Maybe you don't have the reps. Maybe you're new at this and you're like, you know what? I want to make sure I perform well. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office, awkward conversations, waiting in line at the pharmacy. Ship straight to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. That's because Blue Chew has licensed medical providers that work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescriptions. If you don't like swallowing pills, no problem. It's a chewable. It's all done online. You're approved. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers in the opposite order that I just mentioned, and you'll get your prescription in days. It's all done online. <sighs> Don't finish in three minutes like some of these segments did. Go all night. I mean, maybe maybe you're not a newcomer. Maybe you're thinking of better days and you want a bit of a throwback. 
And you don't want to rely on your fist to satisfy somebody. You don't have to pull out CGI tricks. You're going for the real deal. BlueChew.com. And how about this? Use that code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. First shipment free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. Use the code FIGHTFUL. Well, Evan Wright said, best heel in the business with a win, baby. John, we're going to talk about how this match got set up? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, that was great. I liked that. Teddy Long. Do the Teddy Long dance, Sean. Come I'm on. not doing the Teddy Long Come dance. Come on. But I do love how it got set up. Ricardo Holt said, when women's champions were men. <laughs> do the Teddy Long dance, Sean. I ain't doing that. So Come Teddy on, Long's coward. backstage talking to Sami Zayn. And he says, you're going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. And that doesn't happen because he's retired. I think you just want to show off your shirt. My mom got me this for Christmas. Karaoke champ. Did she have it made? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So um, we've got also them trying to... or, Or... Teddy Long putting together a tag team match. But at one point, he makes Sami Zayn think it's a five-on-two, which is just as funny <laughs> to me. Uh, but it is a match where King Corbin, Otis, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, and Sami Zayn beat Nakamura, Street Profits, Kevin Owens, and Big E. My notes on this match were Big E shows his athleticism, and then people just decide to <laughs> die. Um, Kevin Owens takes a suplex on the back of his head on the floor. Uh, I, the only update I got was that he's okay. Uh, I don't know if Otis is okay because I don't know if he forgot to catch Montez, but I bet you he remembered about the time that Montez's foot was flying towards his face. I'm not sure if he remembers it now, but uh, also Chad Gable got bounced around on the floor. This was wild. Um, and then Corbin, who's not involved in the storyline, gets the win. Remember, remember when they were heating up Shinsuke near the Rumble? People were like, oh man, this is it. Shinsuke, it's his time again. And yeah. now he's just been like off of television since then. And now just getting pinned in 10 man tag to, to uh, Baron Corbin. Poor, poor dude. He's surfing though, Sean. You know, he's surfing. Let, let the man yeah. surf. Corbin yeah. pins Nakamura with the end of days. That's really all there is to this match. Yeah. Okay. Cool, I guess. Nakamura, like of of all the things, like of everybody, to give a win in that, I would have picked him last. <laughs> he had his finish. They love that finish. They they don't let anybody kick out of it. Still very like, protected. Like what about what Zane, is- who's trying to get into a title picture and hasn't won since like June? I don't. I don't know what this sets up. I don't know what this accomplished. I, it was just. Let's do a 10-man tag for the sake of, of doing a 10-man tag. They didn't really advance anything. Mm. And then, I mean, the heels were kind of united at the end. Like, yeah. that was good, I guess. Just a match. That's it. Just a match. That's throwback SmackDown. Ray Callahan says, I wanted Shinsuke to say, we want the surf. Well, you know what, guys? While we're here um, finishing up as the Reds are in the ninth inning, starting to whip that ass, send us some super chats. Leave us a thumbs up. We'll plug our stuff. I have an interview with Jeff Jarrett that dropped uh, to, was it yesterday. Dropped yesterday. 
Uh, we talk a lot of stuff that you haven't heard him talk about in his other 42 interviews. And I interviewed uh, Steve Macklin, the former Steve Cutler, over an hour. And we talked about a whole lot of stuff. I mean, everything you could possibly cover about his career in WWE, which is 85% of his career we covered. And it was a really, really good interview. I've got the former Sinkar, the former Hunico on Monday. Of course, we talked about him beating that ass of everybody backstage. We talked about him fighting Sheamus. We talked about him fighting Simon Gotch. We talked about him fighting Chris Jericho. Uh, we talked about the, the treatment of Mexican talent in WWE, creative plans for him and Catalina when they were brought up on uh, on on Raw or when she was brought up on Raw. We got into a whole lot of stuff there. I asked him if he's ridden a bicycle since Hunico. I pitched him a Kofi Kingston spot with the bicycle. All kinds of good stuff there. And every week this month in May, we're dropping a new interview, uh, usually probably the second half of the week, with a star or talent from the 90s. So check that out. We started it off with Jeff Jarrett. Jeremy, what do you got going on? I know twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, of course. I let them have early access to my scoop last night. That is true. Yeah, the, the impact scoop was big. I wasn't on that stream, so I don't know. But wow. Apparently it was good. Um, yeah, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Usually we do a show uh, Fridays at 1130. Not tonight. I have a date tonight. That's more important Ooh. than trying to entertain the masses. All right? Um, but we With are the there. EP. With the EP, yes. All um, right. She's over here sleeping. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, so, but we did play Booty Pro. We did play Booty Pro today. Go check that out. We'll be uploading some uh, Twitch stuff to Fightful Scraps. Go to go sign up to, to Fightful Scraps. You know, uh, go go subscribe yeah. to that. YouTube.com. See, I'll plug your stuff too, Sean. YouTube.com. Well, it's, it's, it's Kyler's stuff. Kyler oh. runs that whole thing. I tell him like what to put over there. But yeah, YouTube.com slash Fightful Scraps, guys. That is where you can get a bunch of our clips. And by popular demand, we are adding our show clips in addition to the interview clips as well. But uh, please go over there, subscribe and share that stuff. It helps an awful lot. Kyler is putting in a lot of work over there. He got a promotion a while back. So uh, Ricardo Holt says, why do you guys, or why do guys hate to catch Montez Ford? Well, by now they just have him scouted, Jeremy. They're like, ah, this match is okay. Well, we know what Montez is going to do. He's flipping over the top rope. So Sean Ross Sapp gets tricked into thinking it's a good match. Ray Callahan says Macklin calling a tough bitch pops me. I mean, she is. She is a a, a tough one. I won't call her that. But Brandon Campbell says, if you keep in score at home, Corbin also eliminated Shinsuke from the Rumble and the Andre. See, I wish they'd play off of that. I wish they would. Nakamura would get pissed about that. And they would have a match and it would make sense that way. Richie Goodacre, which is a cool name, says, I don't get why Corbin won this. What does he get out of it? I thought maybe they'd have someone pin Cruz to set up a program. At this point, I think Corbin deserves in the title picture as much as Sami Zayn. Yeah. Maybe that's where they're going. Maybe Baron Corbin, Intercontinental Champion, best heel in the business. That's where they're going. There you go. Guys, please leave a thumbs up, subscribe. Retro reviews are back on Fightful Select tomorrow. By the time you hear this, it's probably up. Heatwave 1998, myself and Mitul from, uh, who you guys might remember from OMG, did did a retro review. And uh, I don't necessarily have a a timetable on when these will release. When we get them, they'll go up. Whatever. We got the Holy Grail. Joseph and I reviewed a November 1995. We haven't posted that yet. No. no. 
Uh, <laughs> that was a pilot. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's so, just in the archives, and so, I have not, it. I have the footage. It's not just, to delay your date or anything, but here here's the behind the scenes, guys. Jimmy would get on the air all the time, be like, oh, "Fightful Select on the website, it's coming, it's coming." Had the balls to say on the air after I asked him not to. I'm thinking into January. I'm thinking into January. Evidently, he meant January 2022. And I, I, I even said, Jimmy, let's not say a date because what happens is some people will cancel our Patreon service, which is where it resides now. And they'll be like, oh, well, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. And a few people did. We ain't anywhere near it being on the site yet. Nowhere near. Jeremy, do you know how many figure haul videos I have in the can waiting? 36 you asked, you asked joseph and i you're like hey do you guys want to do the retro reviews for when it moves to the site we're like yeah you didn't give us a date or anything in, in fairness to you we're like, we're like yeah that's fine it's like we might as well just start doing them now because i thought it was yeah. i didn't i didn't think you'd bring it to me if it wasn't like kind of close and everything well, i thought it was i know i know this is not this is not on you um so we did well, one for november and we're just like is it gonna get posted <laughs> yeah i asked y'all to do this in october but like this isn't burying Jeremy or, or Jimmy or the team either. Like we thought things would progress a lot faster. And yeah. now like I very much want an app if Fightful Select launches on the site, because that's one of the things people like an awful lot about Fightful Select right now on Patreon is it comes to them via the app. I want you guys to have all the things that they have over there. But right now we have three dozen retro reviews already up. So uh rob wilkins is also filming a retro review of his own i'm just letting people do it because when i asked you guys what do you all want to see more of on fightful select i thought people might say might say something different but everybody was like retro reviews so by god we'll do them we got a bunch up there um me and warren hayes did a a ton of them if you want to watch one Watch AWA super class three in which he requested and i was very upset at uh, by the time we reviewed that my god joseph will be reviewing retro matches uh monday on the twitch hey. at 5 p.m eastern so we, we've gotten done some retro stuff so do you all show the matches or is that just the review sometimes we will because we did a watch along of austin and rock from wrestlemania okay. 19 and then of course we pull the video on demand for this because he's yeah. reviewing like five matches we we won't actually uh, show the matches but we do watch alongs of old events old matches and stuff but it's only live because we got to pull we got to pull the vod uh immediately off of that so go to twitch.tv slash fightful gaming we're doing we're doing a bunch of fun stuff over there distraction select launches this weekend yes so uh, your distraction oh, by, scoops by, by the way guys uh or by the way jeremy if you all showing footage on there Download the VOD, put it up on scraps later on. Yeah, that's that's what this weekend. My, that's what I'm saying. My, my watch time hours up. Get that's what watch. I'm, if a lot of the Twitch videos are going up on on Fightful Scraps. So go over there. You can see the Twitch videos uh, from from the past, and that that's where they'll be. Uh, yeah, distraction select. Um, if we do have a Fightful app, you can turn your notifications on for just my post, and you can get all my great headlines. Apparently, uh, you know, apparently I, I piss people off with headlines, or at least get a lot of quote tweets. And uh, guys, I, I feel like I need to push this because Jimmy got mad uh, because I put out shirts that nobody buys because I think they're very funny. So I'm going to put this up on the uh, on the screen. By the way, you can buy Booty Pro Wrestling shirts too. What was St. Hannah's super chat? Oh, never mind. I already read that. But 
We've got a new shirt up on shop.fightful.com. That's metal in your lungs. <laughs> now available, shop.fightful.com. It is available in virtually any color, as are all of our shirts. So if you want a Fightful shirt and you want it in toothpaste color, have at it. Jeremy, we got one more super chat. I've watched the Matt Riddle digging holes about 30 <laughs> times of Fightful scraps. It's a good one. Uh, the people at Toy Vomit had me show them that. But Wade Miley's on the mound. We are out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.